This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Girls Get Confident podcast. Today's episode is all about why superficial goals are killing your success. I cannot wait to get into this topic and I think it's a really fitting topic. We are in January of 2022 at the time of this recording. Usually New Year is a perfect time to start setting new goals for the year ahead, right? I said this in the previous episode. Now, this is not about a new year, new me culture, but it's a sustainable better me solution. Now I've had ladies come to my events time and time again who wonder why they can't reach their goals. They quite often do a typical thing when it comes to setting goals each year but then they find that after not one, not two, not three but usually about five years or so of setting the exact same goals for some reason they're still not hitting them and they're wondering why. So that is what we are going to break down for you today in this episode. Now let's get into it. A thing that I love to do with people when they come to my events is to dig deeper in regards to finding out why they aren't achieving their goals. Not just why they're not achieving them, but really why they're setting these specific goals in the first place, right? We all have our own priorities, our own motivations for setting the goals that we do. It's quite common, uh, I find, to set pretty similar ones. You know, you might want to buy a house. You might want a new car. You might want to get in a relationship. You may even just want to meet new people, possibly get a pay rise, maybe start a business. I mean, the list goes on, right, of potential goals. But the most common goal that I have seen within women is that for some reason they want to lose weight. So that is the goal we're going to be using as we go throughout this episode. Now, there's a few reasons on the offset why this goal is so hard to achieve. When people set this goal and they don't achieve it, it leaves them feeling really doubtful that they'll ever achieve it, which also puts more doubt in their mind about other goals as well. And we don't want that. So let's break it down in this episode so we can move beyond it. Now, there's a few things that are wrong, I guess, about the the goal of losing weight. As you can hear, it's a very broad goal. There needs to be more detail. A better way could be to frame this goal by saying, I want to lose 5 kgs, 10 kgs, or so on. So you're making the goal specific, which helps to define what it actually is that you're trying to do. This helps you to know the exact criteria you're trying to reach and helps you to more likely achieve it, right? So we know, lose weight. What even does that mean? What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that um, on January 1st, your goal is to lose weight. So by January 2nd, if you are down 100 grams, boom, you've hit your goal. You know, it's really arbitrary. So we need to make that as specific as we can. And what we've just done is we've given a number to it. We've said, you know, 5 kgs. That's what we're trying to lose. At this point, it's still too broad, though. It's always great to give yourself a deadline, now, you know when you tell yourself you're going to do something, unless you have a deadline, it's very unlikely that you'll actually 
do it because you have no accountability. You've you've not given yourself a time a day in which it must be done, right? So you can just drag the chain and keep going as long as possible. Now, this is another thing that will lead to unachievable goals. So what if we create, you know, we've got this goal of losing weight. We want to lose five kgs and we are now going to give ourselves six months to achieve that goal. So what we've done is we've taken this very broad goal and we've added two different types of measurement. We've given the actual number that we're wanting to lose and we've given ourselves a deadline on that. There's still a couple of reasons though why this goal might fail and why might that be? This is actually my favorite part of the goal setting process to, to diagnose and to teach people about. So when I see women who set goals like losing weight and they're constantly setting the same goal because they never achieve it, there's quite often another reason that's quite a deep reason, I suppose, as to why they're not reaching this goal. When I ask these people, why do you want to lose weight? You know, why do you plan on losing five kgs in six months? The answers we get are quite often superficial. So by superficial, I mean they don't really have much depth or much meaning to them. There's so many reasons why people could want to achieve this goal. For instance, you might want to lose weight to to be thin, to fit in, um, to look better um, because your friend did it too. Maybe you want to go back to the way that you were before. Maybe you want to be happy. Do any of these things sound familiar? When we start talking about the topic of weight, it's really fascinating because we find that most people are actually conditioned by a number on a scale. We think for one reason or another that if we stay at a certain number or if we hit a certain number on a scale, it's going to bring us something. And more often than not, the answer that I get from ladies that I when I ask is to become happy. You know, they want to lose a certain amount of weight to feel happy in themselves. But what we don't understand is that this number on a scale is completely arbitrary. It means nothing in reality. You know, it is so different depending on the person, their body shape, um, their body type. I mean, there are so many different variables that go into this number on the scale when you stand on it. And when I say it means nothing, just because you hit this certain number on a scale, It ultimately does not mean anything else in your life will change. It doesn't necessarily mean that you will be happier. You know, I've spoken to people who are the lightest that they've ever been in their whole life and they hate their life. You know, they're ultimately not happy. So it hasn't helped them achieve the goal that they were trying to achieve, you know, or it hasn't meant that reason why they wanted to create that goal in the first place. I've done this myself too. So when I was 19 years old, I started a healthy eating and wellness blog with one of my friends. So we were both on a journey of wellness. We were both inspired and empowered to help other people to live their best life through a health and wellness journey. So while I was doing this myself, of course, I believe you have to practice what you preach. While I was doing this myself, I was in the most amazing place to do with my health, my well-being, my fitness, everything. And I loved it. So that was while I was living in Auckland and not long after my friend and I started this website, I had the opportunity to move to Palmerston North for a new job. So once I moved there, 
it, it happened pretty quickly, to be honest. I became really sad and quite lonely. Reasons why I had left my closest friends. I left a city that I loved and I also left a person that at the time I was interested in. So this made me feel quite sad. From there, I began eating chocolate for lunch instead of real foods and I didn't treat my body the greatest. So things kind of just spiraled downhill. This went on for probably a year or so. Now, I didn't get fat but I was bigger than I had been when I was doing this wellness blog and I actually felt terrible. My mental and my physical were just totally out of whack. Now, I tried to get back to where I was before. So I tried to uh, eat better. I started going to the gym. I was trying to consciously make an effort to look after myself mentally and physically, but I couldn't stick to it. So after a few days or sometimes even weeks, I would always end up back on the couch eating more chocolate and watching movies to pass the day. I felt rubbish. Now, it really, it was, it sucked. It was a terrible, terrible time. Now on the flip side, you know, it's been probably five years since then, I know the reasons why I couldn't achieve this goal that I had in mind. And here's an example. At the age of 23, so this was just a few years after I'd got into Palmerston North, I got the opportunity to compete in a boxing match. Now this has been something that had been on my bucket list for a long time. So you can imagine I was very excited by this. But what I found out is that I had 12 weeks from when I initially signed up to this fight until fight night, which meant that I had 12 weeks to gain fitness um, to be able to withstand being inside the ring, right? And what made things that much more difficult is that the woman that I was um, matched with to fight against, my opponent, she was very tall and very thin. And after we got matched, my coaches then told me, Janelle, you have to lose 10 kgs or else you can't fight her. So I was met with a pretty intense goal, right? I literally went from eating my chocolate on my couch um, to signing up for this boxing match and everything changed in a matter of days. From there, I started training six days a week and sometimes two times a day. I ate cleaner than I had eaten in years. I went to bed earlier. I focused so hard on my goal of training for this fight and losing the weight that I had to. I focused harder than I had on any goals in you know a few years before that. It didn't take long before I was feeling better than I had felt in a really long time. And I mean, this was such a good feeling, right? The day before the fight, we had our final weigh-ins. So I had to go from literally, uh, I think it was 76 or so kgs down to 66 slash 65 if I could. I did the weigh-in and the scales told me that I was at 66 kgs. So I had achieved my goal. In only 12 weeks, I had done something that I had actually struggled for the past few years to do. Now, what had changed? What was it that was different between the first time I decided that I needed to lose weight and this time? It's a really big thing. 
And it may actually be the reason why you're struggling to reach your goals as well. Now, the reality is I didn't actually care the first time. I really didn't care enough. My why wasn't very strong. My reason why I thought that I needed to lose weight, it wasn't powerful. You know, it didn't mean anything to me. It wasn't so strong that I would do anything to make it happen. It wasn't as powerful as a goal of competing in a boxing match where I would have to go head to head with another woman who has just as much of a vision to win as what I do. I had to be 10 kgs lighter and I had to withstand being punched in the face and the body for six minutes. But I did it. It was it was different than the first time. And the reason why is because this why was so much stronger. You can hear it in my voice just as I'm talking. The experience of the training and the eating, there was purpose behind it. And it really meant something to me. When my why became so, so strong that I would move mountains to achieve it. My deep desire to win this boxing match is what gave me the focus that I needed Now, I went from being a person that hated running and I used to always talk like, oh, no, I'm I'm not a runner. I can't run to being able to run five kilometers in under 30 minutes. And I loved it. That happened in the space of 12 weeks. And that is just a small example of what can happen when you deeply, deeply desire something and it is so real for you you know at the heart why you're doing it. And I believe this is a massive reason why we as women struggle to achieve certain goals because we're actually missing the point. We create goals that might be superficial or um, not mean anything to us, which then in turn results in us not actually doing the work to achieve it. When I talk to ladies at events and they tell me the reasons why they want to achieve a certain goal, we often get to the root of why. And it turns out that that why can quite often be superficial. It's not important to them at all. Now, this makes so much sense as to why we are not achieving our goals. We know that we only have 24 hours in a day and we're not going to give time to things that we don't care about. It's pretty simple. When we think of losing weight as a goal, it is understandable why you or others might not achieve that goal. We already know from the start of this episode, there's no clear defined timeline. There's no number, say, we're not saying losing five kgs in six months time. But also the reality is there's no deep reason why you right now are actually quite fine or quite satisfied. Your comfort level of where you're at now is easier than the discomfort of achieving this goal. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to you. And that is okay. I'm not trying to share this with you so that you get down about the fact that you've set these goals that don't mean anything. It's actually meant to be enlightening because now you can go back and revisit everything and have a new lens to look for. You know, does this goal really matter to me? Is it really worth me putting time and energy into? Or am I just writing it down because I feel like I should? I have a friend whose goal is to run the Tarawera um, 50 kilometer race in a couple of months time. 
She trains most days of the week and she never bails for any reason that's within her control. She has a young son, so um, if there's something happening with him, she won't train. But other than that, she reigns, she reigns, she runs, rain, hail or shine. It means so much to her that she trains and that she puts in the work to be able to compete and do well in this event, that she does it. She's not doing it because she thinks that she should or because somebody else is doing it. She genuinely cares about this goal and that is how we all should be. You might have a goal and your goal could possibly be to buy a car. Now, maybe you've had your car for the past few years and you don't like your current one anymore, right? It's going to cost you about $15,000 to buy a new one and you've decided that you want to buy a new one this year. So your goal is to buy a new car. Meaning that you need to save $15,000 within 12 months because you've given yourself this year to do it. Is your why for buying a new car meaningful enough that you will actually put the money aside and do it? Have you created, have you attached a deep meaning to this goal? which is going to help you to stick to the discipline of the things you need to do each week in order to meet that goal? Or do you not actually really care about it? Because the only reason why is that you just don't like your old one anymore. And that's not really a deeper and important reason for you. Think about that for a second. A goal for me this year in 2022 is that I want to write for a minimum of 10 minutes per day. And I want to do this five times per week. So let's say Monday to Friday or Tuesday to Sunday, whatever. The reason why I've set this goal is because I have so many projects on the go with Girls Get HQ in 2022. And I know that I cannot achieve those goals if I do not put in the work to actually bring them to life. So 10 minutes per day for me is the bare minimum required to get started, to create that habit of momentum and to actually doing the work. For instance, today I sat down for 10 minutes to plan this episode. I then, (laughs) I always have a timer on my phone, 10 minutes, I hit snooze four times. So I ended up giving myself 40 minutes in the end. And by the end of it, I had written the whole outline for this episode. That to me is exactly what I need to do to reach my goals. So now that we have talked through what it takes to create a goal that is real for you, getting rid of the superficial goals that don't actually mean anything to you and literally are just wasting your time and they're making you feel crap because you don't achieve them, which then makes you feel like you can't achieve the goals that you set for yourself. You're letting yourself down. So instead of that, you are now going to be creating goals that mean something to you. You know why you are doing them and why they are important. If your reason for creating goals is outside of yourself, you likely won't achieve it. So do the best that you can to stick to goals that will internally light you up and that will make you feel good about yourself and about your life. These are the best goals. So instead of losing weight because you want to be happier, which is what so many people tell me, your focus could actually be on feeling happier and exploring what it takes to make you a happier person. To learn to prioritize what actions you can do daily to bring more happiness into your life. Now this can be done in many different ways and in most cases it actually results in you losing weight anyway. 
When I got to the point where I was focusing on things that made me happy, things that naturally flowed for me, everything fell into place. So you're focusing on the happiness and the other things just appear almost as if it's magic. It's kind of weird. Instead of focusing on a fancy car because you want to show off to your mates, why not focus on finding a car with a safer rating, a more economical car, a car that will save you money, something that is more important to you internally. I remember when I was looking for cars and I had actually found out that my car, my current car has a safety rating of one star. I was kind of scared and it made me start looking at vehicles in a different way. Instead of looking at cars that looked cool, I thought, you know, my life is so important and I want to make sure that I and the people in, in my car are safe. So let's look for a car with a safer safety rating, which in turn will help me to stick to the goal of saving the money that I need to, to be able to buy that car, because it means so much to me that I and my passengers are safe. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I would love it if you can get on Instagram, find us. We are girls get underscore HQ. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it in your stories tag us and tell us your key takeaways from this episode. This is a brand new podcast and it's only going to grow if you, you blimmin' amazing woman, share it. Join me next week for another episode where we go deep on why it's important to give yourself permission to suck. I look forward to chatting to you again, Ben.